Welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl. I want to thank WRFR for giving me another opportunity to share the music of Paul Modian. And I'd also like to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference, which is coming February 21st through 23rd um, locally. And the theme is Food and Water this year. So on the last show, I featured compositions um, by Paul Modian, which put us at his mid-career. So this week, I'm going to do some stuff from his early career. Um, He was a sideman based in New York City for about 20 years before he even started writing his own music. So today, um, I decided to go with his um, work with Lenny Tristano, um, who who was an influential pianist in the um, 40s and 50s, and and I'm going to start off with Just Squeeze Me, which is from the Warren Marsh record that was recorded in January of 1958. Thank you. 
was Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone, Paul Chambers on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And the song was Just Squeeze Me, a Duke Ellington and Lee Gaines composition. And that is from Warren Marsh, which is a 1958 Atlantic recording. 
Um, I guess I, I should talk a little bit in case people don't know. Um, Lenny Tristano um, was a really big in jazz education, and Warren Marsh was one of his students. So um, Paul actually writes about him quite a bit in his autobiography, so I'm going to do some reading in between the tunes. There was one night when Warren and I were on our way to the Half Note for our gig with Lenny Tristano. We were in a taxi, and everything seemed normal, a pleasant ride. I was looking forward to playing and thinking about the gig and the music when I noticed a car following us. When we got to Greenwich Village below 14th Street, we stopped for a red light, and the car that had been following us pulled up alongside. I saw that there were four men inside. Two of them got out and approached us, one on my side of the taxi and the other on Warren's side. Our cab driver said, don't open the doors or windows, lock your door, they're going to rob us. I wondered if he thought that because two of them were black. No, I thought, everything's okay. I didn't get any weird or bad vibe. I didn't lock my door. I even opened my window. They were cops. One of them said, got anything you're not supposed to have? Warren began arguing with the cops. What are you doing? He raised his voice. Why are you stopping us? We haven't done anything. I thought he was just being nasty. Why was he provoking them? We were told that we fitted the description of two jewel robbers that they were looking for. They had heard the description of the thieves over their police radio. I hoped they would let us go, which they did. It was a scary moment. We told them we were playing at the half note and that we were on our way to work. When we reached the half note, I asked Warren why he acted as he did. Why was he so belligerent against the cops? I thought you came on too strong, I said. He told me that he had a lot of pot on him and didn't want to get searched and busted. We were lucky. That night, the music was extraordinary. Lenny Tristano, Lee Konitz, Warren Marsh, and Henry Grimes. So um, um, Lenny Tristano didn't really record all that much, but I have Continuity, um, which is an LP that was recorded August 9, 1958, put out on Lenny's own label, Jazz Records. And I'm going to play the song Continuity.
You just heard Lenny Tristano on piano, Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone, Henry Grimes on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And that's from the album Continuity, and that's a tune by Lenny Tristano, recorded August 9th, 1958. Um, I'm going to read a little bit more from the autobiography now. Um, So Lenny Tristano, a blind pianist, created a unique style of jazz, a music school all his own. It was 1958 when I first started working with Lenny. The beginning was at the Half Note, the jazz club downtown, on the corner of Spring and Hudson Street. I continued to work with him on and off through 1962. We played at the Half Note for 10 weeks once, 10 weeks at the same club. Lenny kept me on the gig but used a different bass player every week. Paul Chambers, Teddy Kotick, Peter Ind, Jimmy Garrison, Henry Grimes, Whitey Mitchell... Sonny Dallas, Nobby Tota. I don't remember exactly who else played bass, but Lenny liked Peter End. Peter, can you make the gig for the rest of our engagement? No, Lenny. I'm not happy with the music. You don't have any love in your music. It surprised me when he said that. Peter didn't play with us again. Standing outside the club one night with Paul Chambers during intermission, Paul Chambers said, I hate this music. It's toy music. There were others that didn't like the music. Most of the time, I enjoyed the gig and the music. It gave me a chance to play somewhat differently. The music was different than what I was used to. It was challenging and complicated and required a high level of concentration. So I I thought that was pretty interesting about Peter Ind because um, I found out that he wrote a book called Jazz Visions, The Legend legacy of Lenny Tristano that was published in 2005. Um, I haven't had a chance to get my hands on a copy yet, but I'm curious um, as to what he has to say. So we're going to continue on with the um, LP continuity. This is She's Funny That Way.
And that was She's Funny That Way, a composition by C. Dan and R. Whiting, performed on Lenny Tristano's Continuity LP, 1958, Jazz Records. And Lenny Tristano Piano, Warren Marsh Tenor Sax, Henry Grimes Bass, and Paul Modian on Drums. Here's a little more from Paul's book. Sometimes I would exchange fours with Lenny. Lenny said, Paul, I like it when we play fours. I was thinking your solos sound like a drunk falling down a flight of stairs. Ha ha. Charlie Mingus came in one night, and I overheard him say to Lenny, You don't dig me because I'm black. How would I know, Lenny said. There were times when the music was glorious, and I liked it. There were other times when I found it difficult and had a hard time with it. Lee Konitz was usually in the band, sometimes along with Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone. Two saxophones, bass, drums, and piano. And here we go with My Baby, another Lenny Tristano composition.
That was Everything Happens to Me from the Continuity LP of Lenny Tristano. And before that, we heard My Baby, also from the same LP. And I believe that is the only recording that Paul did with Lenny Tristano. But if you know otherwise, uh, please let me know. It's Lenny Tristano on piano, Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone, Henry Grimes on bass. And uh, wasn't his bass awesome? I'm going to feature him on another show and Paul Modian on drums. So that the last song was Everything Happens to Me, uh, Thomas Adair and Matt Tennis, uh, Dennis Tune, and I can't resist playing the version that Paul recorded in 2006 from his On Broadway 4 LP, just because it's uh, one of my favorite tunes that, they, that he did. Across my path until I'm almost mad. I must have roused the devil's wrath, cause all my luck is bad. I'll make a date for golf, and you can bet your life it rains. I try to give a party, but the guy upstairs complains. I guess I'll go through life. Just catching colds and missing trains Everything happens to me I'll never miss a thing I've had the measles and the mumps And every time I play an ace My partner always trumps I guess I'm just a fool Who never looks before she jumps Everything happens to me At first I thought that you would break this jinx for me That love would turn the trick to end despair But now I just can't fool this heart that thinks for me So I've mortgaged all my castles in the air Do. I fell in love just once And then it had to be with you Everything happens to me Everything happens to me 
Everything Happens to Me from the Winter and Winter um, LP on Broadway 4, Paul Modian on drums, Chris Potter on saxophone, Larry Grenadier on bass, and Rebecca Martin on vocals. And you are listening to WRFR 93.3 FM, uh, low power, Rockland, Maine. And you can stream online at WRFR.org. Um, I played that because before that we heard a brief version of Everything Happens to Me uh, from Lenny Tristano's Continuity album. And I know that Paul really loved the recording um, from On Broadway 4. He used to tell told me several times about um, how great the recording session was. And Rebecca Martin, who was very pregnant at the time, and just the image of her sitting and singing into the microphone, he was uh, just really loved it. And so I'm going to read a little bit more from the book about Lenny Tristano. And Lenny's playing was so strong and powerful, it was amazing. He had a brilliant technique and was a fantastic musician. I respected him a lot. While sitting backstage in the dressing room of the showplace one night during a break, Lee Konitz said, Hey, Lenny, I find it hard to play after Warren Marsh. He plays so good. I feel funny and strange playing after him. It's like I can't come up with anything to play. It's almost like my mind goes blank. It sounded weird to me when Lee said that. How could he say that? I thought he was an original and incredible saxophone player. He had such a beautiful sound on the alto. Lee, you sound great, I told him. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about any beep like that. Lenny also told him to play with confidence and to forget any thoughts like that. It's bull. Just play, he said. So um, that's kind of, wow, I think that's kind of hard to believe. Um, both Lee Konitz and Warren Marsh um, are both um, beautiful um, saxophonists, and they both studied with Lenny Tristano and each developed their own unique style. 
So um, I discovered Lee Konitz Live at the Half Note, which is a 1959 Verve recording. And I'm going to go to the top of the hour with selections from that because it's really great. It's uh, Lee Konitz alto saxophone, Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone, Bill Evans on piano, Jimmy Garrison on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And we're starting off with Palo Alto. Thank <laughs> you. 
We just heard Scrapple from the Apple, uh, tuned by Charlie Parker from Lee Konitz, live at the Half Note, uh, 1959 Verve recording. Lee Konitz on alto saxophone, Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone, Bill Evans on piano, Jimmy Garrison on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Uh, it's a really great uh, two-CD set, and I could play more and more of it. Um, but so before the top of the hour, we heard from that same CD, uh, 317 East 32nd, Lenny Bird and Palo Alto, and they were all written by Lenny Tristano. That's who we're focusing on today. Um, he, Lee Konitz and Warren Marsh were both his students. I think Lee Konitz is better known today, but they wrote, both are great saxophonists with their own style. And for a little comparison, I'm going to play Scrapple from the Apple from Paul Modian and the Electric Bebop Band, which is a uh, Polydor record, 1993.
I want to do it again. You've just heard Scrapple from the Apple, a Charlie Parker tune from Paul Modian and the Electric Bebop Band. Uh, that's the first recording that the Bebop Band did. Uh, it's a 1993 Polydor release. Paul Modian on drums, uh, Joshua Redman on tenor saxophone, and that is uh, Dewey Redman's son, who Paul played with a lot and was very close to. Um, there's Brad Shopak and Kurt Rosenwinkel on electric guitars and Stomu Takai on electric bass. And at the end there, Paul says, I want to do it again. And if you get the CD, uh, they do play it again. There's two versions of Scrapple from the Apple on that. Um, and so uh, before that, we heard four songs from Lee Konitz's Live at the Half Note 1959 recording. And I don't think that Lee and Paul recorded together again until 1991. Um, I couldn't find anything, but if you know of anything, let me know. But I'm sure they saw each other a lot and played together because they played with uh, a lot of the same musicians. But here's the 1991 recording. It's on Broadway Volume 3 from Winter and Winter Records. And this is just one of those things, a Cole Porter tune.
Just One of Those Things, a Cole Porter tune from On Broadway, Volume 3, a 1991 Winter and Winter recording. Paul Modian on drums, Lee Konitz on soprano and alto saxophone, Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, and Charlie Hayden on bass. And I want to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference. That's coming up in February and the local um, events that focus on food and water this year. I'm going to read you a little advice from Paul that I found on something he typed up. It's not easy to organize a band. Sometimes you have to have a failure to have a success. There are so many things involved. Musician, musicianship and talent, of course. It's the way all the ingredients are used. Techniques can be gotten by practice, but I'm more interested in the feeling. As Prez, Lester Young said, what's your story? If you're lucky enough, you may find the right ingredients and the compatibility and the great players. Most times, it's back to the woodshed. The trick is also to know when to give it up and when to have patience and when to work things out. Um, I think that's good advice for lots of different things. I thought that was really cool. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next, we're going to hear from Three Guys, which is a Lee Konitz CD from 1999, Enger Records. And this is Johnny Broken Wing, a Paul Modian composition, Lee Konitz on alto saxophone, Steve Swallow on electric bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Bra, a composition by Jakob Bro from Balladeering, a 2009 Loveland CD. That was Jakob Bro and Bill Frizzell on guitars, Lee Konitz on saxophone, Ben Street on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Um, I was just talking to a friend of Paul's about that recording. And Paul wasn't sure if he should do it or not. I guess he had played with Jakob, had been in one of the early electric bebop bands, and he asked Paul to do this recording. And he, when he was talking to um, his friend about it, he wasn't sure if he should do it, and his friend advised him, well, does he have money to pay you? And, um, and Paul said, yeah, he's got like some grant or something from, gover- from his government, and um, Jakob is from Denmark. And she said, well, just go and see how it goes. And when Paul came back, he was really pleased, and um, he thought everything was great. And they were supposed to do um, three CDs, but um, Paul got really sick just before they recorded the second one and, um, and was already passed away when they did the third one. But they're both available, and they just didn't have a drummer. And they're still really great CDs time and december song and there's also a danish documentary by soon bleacher um, called weightless a recording session with jakob bro and that documents the recording of balladeering and it's about it's a little less than an hour long and it is on indie flicks which is kind of like netflix online Um, if you can check it out you should listen to it and before balladeering we heard johnny broken wing a Paul Modian composition from Three Guys with Lee Konitz, uh, Steve Swallow, and Paul. I'm going to play another tune from Three Guys, A Minor Blues in F. Thank you. 
starting point from Balladeering. That's a Jakob Bro composition, 2009 on Loveland Records. Jakob Bro and Bill Frizzell on guitars, Lee Konitz on saxophone, Ben Street on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Before that, from Three Guys, 1999 Enja LP, is uh, Lee Konitz, alto saxophone, Steve Swallow, electric bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And um, if you have questions or comments or suggestions, um, you can check out um, jazzcloset.blogspot.com, and it has all the connections there. Um, to the podcast and the Facebook page and my email. Thanks for listening, and thanks for all the support for the show so far. Um, I'm really happy about it. It's really going great. Um, then to take us to the top of the hour, I'm going to play a couple of song- more songs from the Warren Marsh CD, Warren Marsh, recorded in 1958 for Atlantic Records. That's Warren Marsh on tenor saxophone, Paul Chambers on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. First, we're going to hear Yardbird Suite, and that is a tune by Charlie Parker, and then we're going to hear Excerpt, which is a tune by Warren Marsh. Thank you. 
Thank you.